Welcome back to the Thanks for Rolling podcast. This is one of your hosts, Jeff Pallone, and I am here with my co-host as always, Pat Campanola. How you doing, Pat? Doing well. What's going on, Jeff? It's been a little while. It has been. We've been busy. We were up at the Enigma event in Wyndham, New Hampshire, Wyndham, a couple New weeks Hampshire. back. The, I should have written this down. What was it? The Castleton Banquet and Event Center? I think you got it. I think so. We'll put a link in the description for everybody so they can find it. Give them a little props. So we just took the podcast on the road. I know we talked about it a little bit um, in some of the earlier pods. Uh, we were going to be doing that. So we thought we would do a little recap here, uh, give a little introduction for the folks that we spoke to. We had about six pretty cool interviews. Everybody was pretty cool there, and it was a cool event overall. So what you, would you think? I had a blast. You know, I've caught snippets of their their matches, but, you know, we haven't been to one of their events. So was, I was highly impressed. Really well put together production, awesome matches. Great people, great atmosphere, great venue. Yeah, everything went really smooth, right? Seemed really surreal. I know uh, we talked to Christos at the end of the event and said that to him too. Like, this felt really, really good. So, yeah. And then, you know, taking our our show on the road for the first time, there were a lot of unknowns. We didn't really know what to expect, what we were going to do, how it was going to go, but I'm pretty pumped about how it ended up. Yeah. I was watching the. so we had one of our friends, Lance, from the Crawl Space Podcast Network come uh, and do some camera work for us. And I was watching some of that footage, and it looks really cool. It's, like, nice and close to everybody. And the audio actually sounds pretty good, considering it was in the middle of, you know, fights happening and, <laughs> um, you know, music playing, et cetera. So that, that sounds pretty good. So hopefully we'll get that. Yeah, it was a interesting and challenging environment to try to record audio. Yeah. Yeah, we we were first setting up, and we had the – the waterfall noise in the background that we didn't know was a waterfall. That's right. <laughs> like, what is that sound? <laughs> Lance saved the day, got the job done, got That's the right. waterfall turned off. Yep. 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 Pretty funny. So yeah, but the guy's hissing sound throughout the beginning. Yeah. Like, what is that? <laughs> and then for people that haven't been to like these, I guess, intimate setting jujitsu matches, they start off dead silent. Yeah. That was weird. Like awkward silent. Like, you know, you don't want to, speak in someone's backswing at the yeah, golf tee. Right. That's what it reminded me of. Like <laughs> I was, I had only ever been to like MMA fights that had maybe some grappling in it, right. Where the crowd's pretty rowdy mm-hmm. anyway, or like jujitsu tournaments like Naga or something. Right. So it's very loud there. And when the first, you know, the fighters are announced, their entry songs are played, right. They come out, they square up and then all of a sudden it's like, whoop, the sound is nobody's making a peep. You can hear the coaches, you can hear the grunts, like, it was weird. Yeah, it's kind you, of you can tell the commentators are like whispering. They're yeah. right on the edge of the mat. We're across the room, and I felt like we were trying to really keep our voices down to yeah not cause a disruption. Right. But right. then as the night went on, the the crowd livened up a little bit, probably right. partially due to the proximity of the bar. Yeah, I was going to say once <laughs> they realized there was a a bar not right right behind them, it was lighting everybody up. So so we had some good conversations, right? So. Um, the first person we talked with was Patchigoli from 10th Planet Long Island. Yeah. The adult slayer. That's right. If you will. That's right. I think he said he has multiple nicknames. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the adult slayer. And he took care of business. Yeah. So if you, you're not familiar with Patchigoli, he just turned 15 years old a few months ago. He's a, a blue belt competitor out of 10th Planet Long Island. And you'll hear in the interview, he doesn't even compete in the the team divisions anymore he's just getting all these invitational super fight matches with adults and kids killing it yeah it was pretty cool we were very impressed by him um very well kind of like put together thoughtful we walked out i was like man this kid's only 15 years old yeah 
Kid's got his shit together. Yeah. He's crushing it in competition. He's very well-spoken. He's working on his own media company, yep. Tap Media. Yep. Tap BJJ. Tap, B- yep. Tap BJJ Media, running oh. his own events. Yep. Yeah, he had a tournament recently. So, yeah, very impressive. I think you guys will like the conversation. Um, then we saw him walking around the rest of the day with a camera in his hand. Yeah, right? so like he, was, stuff done. he was kind of pulling double duty, doing the same thing we were, catching interviews with the other competitors. Yep. So that was cool. All right, so here's the interview with Pat Shigoli from 10th Planet Long Island. We're here with Pat Shigoli, winner by heel hook, right? Yeah, inside heel hook in, uh, I would say, about two minutes. Nice, man. Yeah, we were standing over there watching, but the angle was obscured a little bit from yeah. us. So 10th Planet Long Island in the house. Yeah. Hell yeah. Welcome. You guys Thank always you. come in force to the Enigmas, right? Yeah, well, if Dylan gets a match or my dad, this is my first time on here, so... Obviously, I want to get a match with like my dad and uh, my coach Dylan, so it's good like getting all of us out here. Yeah, that's awesome. To be like the whole like school, like the next tournament. I think it's like Tempe versus everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Nice. So we, we were just talking. How long does it take you guys to drive up here? Uh, today it took us about like four hours and forty minutes. That's it. About that's it? that, yeah. Wow. We were thinking like, oh, seven hours. It's got. Nah. <laughs> it's got it's a we long left drive. at like six, so. Just to make make sure. Yeah. Or no, actually not six, like nine. Do you awesome. guys take the ferry across or do you we drive. drive around? Yeah, we drive. Yeah. I thought it was longer than that. Uh, sometimes depends when you leave. Yeah. Like if you leave earlier, it's about four hours. But if you leave like two or three, it's about like seven. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Because it took us like two hours to get up here. Really? Yep. Yeah. We're from the, in like the Springfield Mass area. So. Oh, yeah. that's We, we passed that. Yeah, you're like, sure you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you think about your match? Feel it was good. good. Uh, I competed on a RCS sub only last week, yep. and I saw him compete as well. So I kind of got a thought of his game, and he also thought, like saw my game. So we obviously knew each other's games, and it was different than what I saw last week. He, I think he obviously knew my leg lock game and everything, so he's trying to stay back. But as soon as he got close to me, I started inverting, and then came on top and like sat back on the legs. Yep. He was uh, not too happy with uh, you pulling guard, huh? Yeah, he was. <laughs> He was spinning me around. I didn't really get that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just played my game. didn't really affect me that much. And he was just getting mad at my guard, just laying back. But jiu-jitsu, it's sport, yeah, you know? Yeah. So what you've been you? killing it lately. You are, I, you just said you were 15, right? Yeah, I just turned 15 in August. Yeah. I thought you had just turned 16, but only 15. <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks I'm like 16, 17, 18. <laughs> I have a lie about my age sometimes, about competitions. Right. Blue belt, right? Yeah, I just got my blue belt in October. So... From uh, Steve Caston. Awesome. So that's good to be, like, in the adult ranks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. awesome. We had just podcasted with Maria last week or the week before. Yep. Yeah, she's uh, one of my sponsors, Rubber Bones. So yep. Yep. I'm always repping her gear, and she trains with us. So she's yep. a purple belt. Yeah. So. We had an awesome conversation with her. So we're big fans. We're, yeah. We're connecting the teams now, yeah. right? Yeah. Her gear is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so you guys can all hear the background noise here as the next matches are about to kick off. This is an intense match. John Lyons. Is this the last match in the prelims? I think there's one more. I think there was 10. And uh, the main card. All right. We'll give it a pause so the music kills and we'll come back. So you said this is John Lyons? Uh, Yeah. Where's he out of? He's from the vault in New Jersey, I'm pretty okay. sure. And he ver- I think he's versing Du Limes or Lemes. Yeah, Doug Lemes. Yeah, I think he's an MMA fighter. Yeah. So. I've seen both of them compete, so it's a good matchup. Um, what's it like to compete with your dad? 
it's really t the training room is very tough against him. He's one of like my hardest roles. So, but if I know I'm doing good against him, I know anyone else like out there, it's not gonna go worse than him. Yeah, so. yeah. That's cool that you guys can come and do this, do the competition together. That's cool. Yeah, so especially winning at the same competition by the same submission is yeah. great. So. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. He's like the only person like to shut down my stuff, like my guard, my leg locks, is just terrible. But it's the only way like that my game improves. Just yeah. learning, you know. Is it true they're calling you the adult killer? Yeah, they call me the adult slayer. Slayer, that's right. Sorry, slayer sounds cooler than killer. Actually, I have uh, so many nicknames: Patty Ice, Goop, uh, Adult Slayer. You know. Uh, if you saw me in my match, I was uh, before my match. I wore a little Aztec necklace, and I blew it right before it. Yep. So Aztec warrior, nice. bunch of them. Nice. I switch it time to time. Yeah. What was your walkout track? Uh, my walkout was Family Ties by Kendrick. I think at first it was some like random one I picked, but then I got into this song and I was like, oh, it's pretty cool and it hypes me up, so I yeah. picked it. I changed it like yesterday. Oh, okay. We always like to ask everybody like what their um, walkout track is, and then we put it on a Spotify playlist that we have. Oh, sick. I've given everybody's, everybody's walkouts. We've got like all the guys from our gym and, nice. and everybody else that we've had on the, on the pod, so nice. it's pretty cool to see. Um, so you said you're starting a podcast yourself. Yeah, I'm starting a podcast on SoundCloud and YouTube. I just released my first two episodes. Just one about like the backstory of my brand and another one with uh, one of our uh, teammates, Jose Lugo. Just like a fun little sauna talk and just talked about like his journey during COVID, you know. Just something like quick and easy. Yeah. And then as soon as like time goes by in the future, it's definitely going to improve more. But I'm just having fun with it, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, yeah, that's we what we're doing. Too. Yeah. Like we'll just have fun with it, get to talk to cool people, yeah, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. So talk about your brand. Uh, it's called Tap. It used to be called Tap. Like T-A-Y-P, just one of our buddies used to call it that. And then I changed it to Tap BJJ Media, something like professional, like flow grappling or mm -hmm. counter films. Just so like it's easy to pronounce and easy to look up. Nothing like hard and like just like not easy to type. And it's like a good name. Sounds good. Sounds professional. Change the logo and everything. And I started, I started on the day of my birthday, August 7th of 2020. And at first it was like kind of like lousy. I was on my phone just like random edits just like funny edits and then like throughout the year just I got help from and like supportness from like my teammates and my coaches I got a camera from like my coach uh, Steve Kasten and then I just started bringing it everywhere recording everything edits interviewing like professional people from ADCC and my dad and my teammates just oh, interviewing awesome. everyone yeah that's great yeah good for you I also have a tournament tap tournament and we just had one October 1st so oh nice yeah it went really well that's great man getting after it thank you Getting after it. How long have you been training for? I've been training for about seven and a half, close to eight years. Started when I was six or seven. Man. Oh, man. I'm so jealous. So <laughs> I'm an old fart, and I, like, every time I see young guys out there, I'm like, God, oh, man, I wish I had trained when I was young. Yeah. So I, good for you. I teach some of the kids' class with Dylan Garofalo, and just seeing these kids at a young age, I, we have about, like, a couple five-year-olds, and ages, like, between five and, like, 13. So just seeing them, like... At the age I started, I know for a fact, like, in the future, they're definitely going to be killers like me. Yeah, that's Yeah, sick, they man. don't even know it yet. They don't even know how much they're learning. Yeah. yeah. And they're so smart compared to, like, other people. Like, they just do for, like, you'll do, they'll do something, like, that's, like, advanced, and they won't even know it. Like, I saw one kid, like, pull, like, cross-body ride to, like, crab ride to leg drag, and I was like, <laughs> who taught you this? How are you doing this? The kid's like a yeah, backpack. They absorb everything. Yeah, and they just, they don't ask questions. He's like, oh, I'll just do this instead, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, no. John Lyons, Lyons won. Yeah. I was supposed to have a match a few years ago against Doug Leems that ended up falling through. The match never happened, but um, yeah, he's a 
solid black belt out of, I think, Mau Mau, but fights MMA as well. I think John's a purple belt under Volt, so it's a good win for him. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, I think with the kids, right, like, they don't, I don't know, as an adult, like, shit's in my head, right? I'm like, oh, what did Pat tell me to do here? What am I doing? Yeah. Like, right? What's the next move? And the kids are just like, I'm just going to wing it. Yeah, they, right? don't, they don't care. Like, adults, they ask, like, a bunch of questions. The kids are just like, oh, I'll just do this instead. I'll, like, change it up and just see what works. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Good for them. That's awesome. So what do you got coming up? Staying busy. Uh, I, I think I have a match January 22nd on RCS. And then I'm trying to get a match on Emerald City December 4th. I think I'm going to get a match up with uh, Dylan. Or not Dylan, but with uh, along with him. And that's pretty much it so far. That's I'm just trying to get matches every time, win or nice. lose. Are you competing at finishers this weekend? Oh, yeah, I'm competing Sunday. So along with uh, Steven Kasten nice. and the 185 qualifier and then some of my teammates and students. So nice. that'll be fun. Awesome, man. Nice work. Keep him busy. Yeah. Pretty badass. It's better than every other month. I'm just, compete. I'm just getting used to it. Like, yeah. I think I competed four times this week. Uh, not this week, but four times this month. August. I mean, November 6th, November 13th, November 19th, and this Sunday, November 20th. So awesome. keep me active. Win or lose. I'm just happy with it. Good. Awesome. I, I think I may be doing commentary for that RCS event. We'll definitely oh. see you guys out there. Yeah, you'll definitely see me. I think... My dad's the main event against yep. Mason Fowler, so yeah. it's definitely going to be a good one. Yeah, that's a huge match. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. I don't know how they pulled that off, but I'm pumped for yeah, it. Me neither. They have, a, they have PJ Barch. They have, like, yeah. Frank Rosenthal, Nick Ortiz, like, a bunch of good people out here. Oh, PJ's coming back for that? Oh, no, PJ's coming. Oh, here, I'm sorry. He's I'm competing sorry. tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. sorry. For sorry. the 170 title. Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking to PJ a minute ago, and then we have him out at 10th Planet Springfield for a seminar. Sick. And yeah, we pumped about that. He did a seminar at uh, 10 p.m. YC, and we were able to go there, and we trained with him before that. Yeah, so. yeah, PJ's awesome. PJ's good, yeah. Yeah, it should be good. should be fun. Cool, man. We have yeah, good we, stuff. Did we miss any of our normal questions? I don't think we, we did. We usually have, like, little standard questions, but I think we worked. Kind of on the fly tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. What do, oh, I know what I want to ask you. So, when other kids your age... I don't mean to be insulting by calling you a kid, sorry. Um, <laughs> what uh and they ask like what you do. Like what's their reaction when you when they ask you about BJJ or like uh what I say? Yeah, what do you say? I just say it's just like wrestling with grappling and submissions. It's very hard to explain to them. It's like, oh, do you do karate? Yeah. And I'm like, nah, it's just different and way better. But just like explaining as like grappling wrestling, just wrestling with submissions is just simple and easy. Just explaining them like oh there's like joint locks and chokes and that's pretty much it yeah. I'm not trying to like go deep into it especially kids my age they're just like dumb-minded like, very different compared to me we uh we ask everybody that question because you know as adults we're like i don't know how to answer that when people ask right because people are like oh does that mean you can kick my ass <laughs> like something like that like oh uh, yeah whatever dude <laughs> like so i'm curious like from a young person's perspective yeah. like how that works yeah definitely the mindset compared to another like 15 year old is just very different yeah well that experience you're getting dude like being in those like pressure cooker situations like hey yeah. this sucks this is uncomfortable or i'm performing in front of a friggin packed house here that's shit you can use forever man that's yeah so i love it like i'm in school like it's like seven hours i'm just like focused you know <laughs> yeah. just like not talking to anyone just ready to train next, like the next hour. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You compete against kids your age anymore? Or is it just no. all adults? I only I had l the last match I had a kid with my age was in Florida against some like Wagner kid, and it was kind of a lousy ref decision. I lost, but you know I don't care. You know I had the more attacks, more submission attempts, but you know it's their hometown, home, yeah. home turf. I don't really care. You know, and he decided no leg locks last uh, match. So, of course, you know. 
he's one of Wagner's students, so kind of, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Cool. We'll let this music play out, and then we can yeah. wrap it up when it's yeah. not so loud. Cool, man. Well, thank you for coming by. Thank we you for having it. me. I yeah. always love doing podcasts. Yeah, good times. Yeah, we'll, we'll drop your socials in, in the captions when we drop all this stuff and make sure thank to... You. We'll get your branding info again from you, you so we can get all that stuff out there. Thank you yeah. for having me. I'll definitely support you guys and awesome, mention it. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. we'll get you back on a, one of our regular podcasts sometime. We of can course. do it over Zoom or yeah, something. Let me know. Yeah, I'm awesome. Free. Thanks, Thank dude. you. Good meeting you. Thank you. Take care. Good luck this weekend. Okay, so our next conversation was actually with Pat's father, Chris. Yeah, so the, the father-son duo was there competing, which you'll these days you'll find them on the circuit together almost every weekend mm-hmm. these guys are driving all over the place so um yeah i believe chris is a brown belt also out of 10th planet long island and um just like his son winner by heel hook in a very short amount of time yeah the 10th planet team there and the 10th planet 10th planet long island specifically but the rest of the 10th planet guys really brought home the yeah brought the pain this week <laughs> that weekend yeah it was a fun time talking to to chris and kind of get hearing his thoughts on uh, training and competing with his son, and it's, it's it's a really cool bond that the two of them share. Yeah, you don't see that very well. Funny enough, like the next couple that we we spoke to, right, another father son combination. Um, but I don't know anybody else. I mean, that's a pretty cool dynamic to have, especially to be traveling around. Um, you know, doing that with your father, and then both of them doing it well. Yeah. Like, that's pretty badass. I, I think that goes to show you that maybe the parents took the correct approach and weren't pushing the kids too hard when they were younger. I, I feel like with a lot of these, you know, child phenom competitors that you see, they get burned out on it because the parents are pushing so hard, or maybe it's not even the parents. Maybe they just burn out on it just because they've done it so much. But um, it's awesome seeing that we had a, a couple of these father son duos here that are still crushing it at a high level together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So here's the interview with Chris. Enjoy. All right, we're here with Chris Shigoli, big winner tonight. What's up, man? How's it going, guys? Thanks Happy for coming on. Here. No Thank problem. you. The, the uh, Long Island team is killing it tonight. Yeah, man, it's a different, um, it's a different environment out here. I feel like when we leave New York, uh, our leg lock stuff works a lot uh, easier. For sure. That's what I said to one of the guys earlier. I said, the guys are taking home ankles left and right over here. Yeah, <laughs> got a lot more resistance in. Uh, New York and Jersey. Yeah, everybody's used to it. Yeah, yeah know you're gonna know what kind of game you're gonna bring. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this way, I'd say the the leg lock game all around is like a generation behind. Yeah. You know, people right now are trying to jump on it like, you know, we were five years ago. Exactly. We're way ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So what's it like competing with your son? Oh man, I get more nervous watching him go up there. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, like I was saying up there, it's sometimes more fun just to come corner. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we had him on. He was an impressive, impressive young man. Yeah, definitely. It's awesome. Super proud of him. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. I can imagine. Just I said to him, I said, I'm older, and I only wish like I was doing half of what he was doing now. Like that's the stuff he's learning. Forget win loss, right? Like just all that other exactly. stuff. Like just being out there, like all these eyes on you, and like just being calm and doing your thing. You know, more power to him. More power to both you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. He's and so he's so composed and well spoken too. Yeah. Very Definitely. impressive. You know, I try to, like, drop the hammer at him at the gym. So when he comes here, he, you know, it's nothing that he's not used to. Yeah, he said that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the training room my dad is a little rough. Yep. yep. He said nothing I see anywhere else is going to be as bad as what he unleashes on me at the gym. So that's the way he's supposed to be as a dad, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah you got to lay a smash down once in a while. Yeah. 
So uh, you guys are traveling a lot for competition, huh? Yeah, entire quarantine. You know, we were we had free time and we wanted to stay active, so we were going wherever. We started coming out here for like uh, the good fight in New Hampshire, and then we met the Enigma guys, and they they they're so good to us. So we got to keep coming. It's just great production, great exposure, yeah. And they're bringing in big names. They got PJ, they got Manny, yeah. So I just look at it as like chopping at it, get a big name eventually, and. Yeah, keep coming out here. It's yeah, totally worth it. This is our first time up here, but we we definitely need to get some of our guys on the show. Yeah, get uh, Daniel on there. Yeah, that's what I said to him. I said the same thing. Yeah, he's exactly. always down. Yeah, he's uh he was just saying like how like sub only like all right what's tenth planet like that's what it, that's what it's all about. So yeah, when they do these fit. EBI rules, it's like we got to show up. Yeah, this should be our show. Yep. Yeah, yeah there's no excuse <laughs> based on the name, right? I like this though because it's 15 minutes regulation. So a lot, a lot more time to work, and then plus you got the OT. So there's no excuses at the end. Yep. Yeah, you can't do those five-minute matches. No. Yeah, it's different even when our guys go and compete at, like, Naga, right? Like, it's a different different world. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was hurt over there. Oh. No, not <laughs> just resetting. He was laying there by himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I have a direct view to the match, just in case anybody's wondering what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah. Give us a, a little rundown of how your match went. It was pretty quick. Yeah, so um, my last match here was combat, so yeah. I couldn't sit guard. But t- tonight was regular jiu-jitsu, so I just sat guard. And um, I try to compete like I'm at open mat, like whatever you want to call it, supine guard or off your back. Like I really like to play like that. And the one good thing he was doing is passing to my right, and I like to play on my left hip, so I had to like enter on the right and then switch hips. But... He was doing a good job of sitting back on his heels, but um, the two-on-one grip really helped. And then that's just like one of my bread and butters, two-on-one to a reap. And usually I get a roll out of it, but I was really able to like clamp down on him and get the top side. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, people probably look me up and they know that I do leg locks. And I think with Dylan, too, the guy tapped just to the isolation. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, with Pat, the guy got a pop, but... So who was the quickest of you three? <laughs> we were just talking about that because Enigma said I had 59 seconds and Dylan just added his up. He thinks it's 54. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think it's bullshit, though. <laughs> well, to go to the tape on that one. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. You have to do, crunch the numbers. That's pretty awesome, man. For all three of you guys, like, under a minute regardless, right? Yeah. I mean, we're traveling out here pretty far, so it's kind of worth it to get some little, like, highlight reels. Leglock Library was sharing our stuff, so that's cool. Yeah. We, um, we were asking Pat, like, how, how long did it take you? eight hours he's like no like four (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah because the one time we went to ac and we left at a bad time it took us six hours oh shit really yeah yeah that sucks and then to and then to be like ready to compete it's just yeah like i taught the 6 a.m this morning yeah then drove up here and then you guys are going home tonight right yeah because saturday we got a potluck at the school and then sunday these guys are going to finishers yeah so it's like nonstop. Yeah, that's awesome now we thought about even staying the night tonight but we got pj tomorrow morning nice yeah Nice. Yeah, it should be a good one. What's uh What's next on the docket for you? Next for me is RCS with uh, Mason Fowler. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I knew that, actually. So that's, that's right. going to be in uh, Do It, Massachusetts, or Plain yeah, It? it's in Haverhill, right? Is that what you said? It's like in Haverhill. Yeah. Haverhill, yeah. 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 I think it's like yeah, it's two not too hours far from, from you here. guys, right? Yeah, you probably yeah. passed it on your way up, or passed the exit for it on your way mm. up here. Yeah. 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 So they have a great promotion. I'm excited for that. Yeah, so how did that match come about? So RCS originally just told me they wanted to get me like a nice um like a heavy guard passer because i play guard and then he's like hey man i have a match for you and he sends me a picture of mason fowler 
And I was like, for me? I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, do you mind if Chael talks shit about you? I'm like, no. <laughs> so, like, he paid, like, the cameo, that company, to yeah. have Chael do, yeah. like, a, like yeah, a little, I saw like, that. thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So, RCS is pretty cool. They have a different approach to it, kind of like an entertainment style. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of, like, back and forth, like, shit talking and stuff. It's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's a cool one. I, I, I asked you that question knowing full well that that was the answer. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's we, huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was at trials. I got to watch him fight and win. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. He did He did 99 plus. He didn't cut to 88, but he's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome, yeah. dude. It's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Pumped. That's probably the biggest match I've ever had, yeah. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I'm getting 15 minutes and three OTs, so not like uh, submission underground, yeah. like five minutes. Yeah. He's tough in those OTs, though. I know. I'm <laughs> <with> my spine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't accidentally yell. <laughs> Verbal tap <laughs> Yeah exactly uh, What was your walkout song tonight? So originally I picked the Action Bronson song But uh, Apple Music didn't have it So I picked uh, Althea from Grateful Dead Okay yeah, yeah. alright Good we, vibes When you were walking out we were like I was like what is this? It had like we were little vibes I think Lance actually made a comment about yeah. it Yeah we, uh, we ask everybody who comes on the pod Like what their walkout music is Like sometimes it's hypothetical Sometimes it's legit and Yeah We've got a uh, Like a Spotify playlist Oh okay that cool we're adding it all on So it's all the guys from our jam And then everybody we've had on And, and their stuff What comes. I try so, to do is Usually like leading up to a tournament I play the same song a lot So that when I hear it It's like Like um, Yeah You know like comfor comforting yeah. Almost That's like, a great idea Yeah Yeah that's awesome Um when people ask you about like jujitsu, like just the regular folks, mm -hmm. like what do they, what do you tell them when they ask you about like what is it that you do? Yeah, so that that have no idea what jujitsu is. I yeah. usually tell them it's wrestling with submissions. Yeah, yeah, that's a pat too. Yeah, <laughs> and if it's just like a short conversation, I'll just say wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> we always we we have this conversation all the time with people. And we're like, I, I don't know what to tell them or grappling. Yeah, yeah. Like, but sometimes that confuses them. If yeah. you say grappling, right. and then you take it another level, getting in on the CJJ action. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love CJJ. I don't even like to strike. I just like the idea of playing guard and trying to be safe, and then looking for a submission. Yeah. So it just adds another. I think with CJJ, the pace is insane. There's no yeah. rest spots. You got to be going the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, because you're in danger the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And then it really shows like who's uh, who's down for like the real like matches because when they announce CJJ, a lot of people start going into the shadows. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we always never know what to say to people when they're asking about like what is it that you do. Yeah. Oh my God. And then a CJJ video almost looks like MMA. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, why aren't you closing your fist? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Are you slapping that guy? <laughs> <laughs> we had um, Doomsday Howard on, and he was talking about it. And uh, he was like, I just want to knock somebody. I want to knock somebody out with an open fist, open hand. He was all pumped about that. So I'm sure it's possible. Yeah, I think didn't didn't that happen sometimes? There's been a, there's been some TKOs. TKOs yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. You've seen a couple of guys get dazed a little bit, and they're definitely, definitely out of it. Yeah, John was uh, he was all about it. I think he made a shout out to Eddie. Yeah, he was yeah, he wants to get in on he it. Wants to get well, in now it. they're bringing back regular UBI too, so yeah. they're gonna like alternate. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. That's awesome. I'm excited about that. Yeah. It should be really good. I wasn't on the CJJ train at first, but the more it's evolved, the more I've been into it. Yeah, and the fact that guys are jumping like Roberto Jimenez. Yep. Like, if he's going to do it, other people can't say no. Yeah. And I like the mix. You know, you get the guys that go through the whole tournament with no strikes. Yeah. And then you get the other guys that just want to go out there and smack the shit just, out of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Ryan Aiken, I yeah. think he just won with no strikes. And yep. Thor won with no strikes back yeah. in the day. Did you just see the big announcement drop on Ryan Aiken? With Rashad? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be sick. Mm. 
and Cerrone and yep, um, Cerrone and Craig right. Jones. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I was wondering how that will if that'll come to pass. Right, we were talking about that at the gym the other day. Well, the interesting thing is Cerrone has always been saying that lately he's been training um, for MMA fights with just um, jujitsu with gloves, like no stand-up striking, no like. Hmm. Just grappling with gloves on, so he'll probably be used to yeah, that. Yeah. But can he avoid leg locks? Exactly. Yeah. He can avoid probably average leg locks, but it's going to be a different game with Craig. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that should be cool. I think when you get big names like that, especially coming from like the, the world of the UFC, like you're gonna yeah. just get more eyes yeah. on it, right? Like people may know nothing else, but they're like, "Oh, Cowboy's on there. Yeah. He's a big name, right? Big fan base. Like yep. that'll just bring eyes, and that's that can only be good, regardless yeah. of whatever happens. Absolutely, so, yeah. Especially think, against Craig, right? Because yeah. it's like two big names from both both world, both sides of the world. Yeah, I'd be interested to know like who those guys bring into their fight camp, you know? Because mm-hmm. they have they have the means to bring in whoever they want. Mm-hmm. Good leg lockers. It just yeah. Oh, I'm sure Cowboy's got a stable of dudes coming out to his ranch, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just not a lot of time to get Craig Jones ready. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's a different game. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. What else? I think that covers it. I mean, we're getting close to the big matches, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Exciting. So Who are you picking in, in PJ's match? Uh, I got PJ. I was supposed to fight Sean tonight. And oh, then, I'm re- and yes. At 85, then they brought PJ in for 170. Yeah. So, you've gone to watch Sean a few times here. Yeah, yeah. So, if Sean, if PJ wins, it's good for me. Yeah. Because yeah. then Sean can go back to 85. <laughs> <laughs> right. If Sean wins, then it's like maybe I'll have to cut to 70. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Sean's yeah. really tough, but man, it's PJ Barch. He's yeah. a beast. Different pace. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys see his match with Cody? I mean, yeah. like, oh God, Sick. that could have gone I mean, either tired way. Tired watching it. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, and yeah then, uh, I think he only he lost that decision because Cody was just a little more fresh and active yeah, in that overtime. Yeah, and he's like a showman, Cody. Yeah, you know, PJ had the better submission attempts in Definitely. regulation. Definitely. Yep. Ended the match almost on his back. Yep. And yeah. then um, Frank and Manny, that's gonna be sick. Yeah. yeah. Dude, thank you so much for yeah, coming on. Thanks I for having me it. on. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get all your socials put up and Sick. everything else when we do our thing here. So. Thanks, cool man. Appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thanks. All right, now, let's do that again. That was thanks. terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> thanks, brother. Take care. Our next guest was another father-son duo. Uh, we had John Connors and his son Rory Connors join us. John is actually my first jujitsu coach. I spent a lot of time at Connors MMA in Norwood, and John competed. Um, against a much younger competitor. And uh, Roy's just coming off some uh, knee surgery, so he didn't compete this this time around, but he has competed with uh, Enigma in the past, I think in their lightweight tournament last time. They yeah, had. I believe he's been in a couple of their yeah. events. Yeah. So it's cool to sit down with them. It was cool for me to have past and present uh, Jiu-Jitsu Worlds colliding at yeah, that, that table. Yeah, that was a really neat moment. Um, I myself enjoyed it because you'll hear in the interview, John, of course, comes from an earlier generation of Jiu-Jitsu than we do. Um, so I always love hearing the insight from guys like him that have been just doing it forever. You know, guys that have been a black belt longer than I've been doing jujitsu. Yeah. And, uh, you'll hear, you know, John talks about having a big gap in his competition and kind of how they got back into it and his move from more, more gi style, right. Into, into no gi and kind of, that's how he competes now. So that was pretty cool moment for me too. I just, you know, um, you know, John is good to talk about jiu-jitsu with right so i think it, it flowed pretty well for us yeah it was a great interview you know john has his own podcast he's much more well-versed in it than we are so he's very good on the mic and made for a great interview yeah how many episodes did he say I think he said 
they had just dropped 113. So yeah, he's a little far ahead of us. Yeah, considering it's this about 100 ahead of yeah. us. <laughs> so we'll put a link to his podcast. It's called The Power of the Tribe. Um, it's a good. It's a good listen. Yeah, guys, this is a cool moment for me. My original, my OG <laughs> jujitsu coach John Connors, his son Rory Connors, my current jujitsu coach Pat Campanola. Um, thank you for coming on. So John, oh my pleasure. Yeah, just had a monster match. <laughs> How you feeling? I feel pretty good. Yeah, I felt a little winded in the match, but I feel fine now. Recovered. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you were uh, probably doing some targeted heart rate training when you were. At least you were uh, used to do that a lot, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Now I'm just doing jujitsu pretty much. I don't, I don't even do anything else. Yeah. So maybe I need to do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling uh, Pat that I have like videos that we shot probably when they were starting the documentary, right? Of like, yeah. Were you going to Worlds maybe at the time? And he was like, Maybe, we were yeah. running hills and like, oh, man, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. tired just watching you train at this point. <laughs> I was doing those hill sprints. It was the most nauseating workout I've ever done in my yeah. life. I would run up this spiral hill and it would take 90 seconds to get to the top. And you, it's a full 90 seconds flat out. And then I would walk down so I could get to the bottom in about three minutes and do it again and do like six or eight of them, be completely nauseated. My head was spinning. Spinning. And it was in the Arnold Arboretum, which right. is this beautiful kind of nature place. And there'd be couples on a blanket having a picnic, some woman feeding her boyfriend grapes, <laughs> and I'm like throwing up next to them. <laughs> yeah. That, it, it occurred to me, Jeff, when I was doing it, like my head is pounding, I'm nauseated, my heart is pounding. I'm like, maybe this isn't that good for me. <laughs> I might die up here. Yeah, right. It's like, what happened to Johnny? Never came back to class. I don't know. <laughs> I do remember. Yeah. yeah. I think I took Miguelicott with me. And he would be the rabbit. He would start halfway up yeah. the hill, so yeah. I would chase him uh, at the top because yeah. you want to quit so bad. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I remember Jesse would be like partially up the way. Yeah. you catch up to him. He'd start running, and then you'd catch up to him. <laughs> Poor Jesse was going to fall over, too. And then so. we would grapple a little bit at the top. We yeah. would, like, hand fight, and, yeah. and uh, that was brutal. Yeah, that's totally not working. That's not happening anymore? No? I don't think it did any good either. <laughs> so I was thinking about... Um, when about having you on, and one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I just mentioned this to Pat before, so you had a long layoff between mm. competitions, right? right? And we've probably talked about this just candidly mm. before, right? But you had competed as a blue belt at mm -hmm. Pans, right? One Pans, and then had how long off before you went back to competition? Eighteen and a half years. Eighteen yeah. and a half years, <laughs> and then jumped back into it. I did, yeah. Uh, it's crazy, yeah. So it was in early 2018. I said to my son Rory, I said. Yeah, I wonder if I can compete with these guys my age at the at the big tournaments. And we had a plan. I think the original plan, Roar, was we were going to train for like worlds. a, we're going to do a year's worth of training. And then um, I think it was, oh, yeah, maybe that was it. And then we, f I felt so good in September we did no gi pants. And I only had one opponent down in New York, and I won my match. And then I looked the guy up afterwards, and he was really good. He had won all these tournaments. He had all these accolades. I said, thank God I didn't look him up before I had the match. <laughs> I would have been psyched out. Yeah, we've talked about that, actually, looking up guys beforehand, like, and just have that being in your head. It's not good, you know. So I just came back from Nogi Worlds, and um, after my – I had two matches. I won them both. And after my second match, the guy said to me so, – he was much bigger. He came down a weight class. I went up a weight class. And he said, well, yeah, you're one of the top guys. You, you're winning everything all the time. I'm like, oh, this guy's intimidated by me. <laughs> yeah, how'd that feel? Yeah, I was intimidated by him. I'm yeah. like, oh, I got to get that stuff out of my head, man. Yeah. yeah, there's too much information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, so you've been competing. How much? How many times have you competed since you went back? I don't know. What do you think, Roy? I won nogi pans, like you've done like every four times. I major won worlds twice. Time. Yeah, I went. Oh, we went. We went over to Europe. I won nogi right. euros. Um, bunch of pans, and um, I did one Boston Open. I won. Um, I think I, I only lost one match. I think in my whole run up. Yeah. It was in the, f- the first time I did Nogi Worlds in the finals. Guy was really, really good, and uh, I just came up short, you know. I kind of I screwed up the preparation. The day before, I was two pounds heavy, so I hadn't jogged in years, really, and I went, oh, I'm going to go jogging out in the hot <laughs> Anaheim sun with a sweatsuit on. And then I came back. I'm like, I'm two pounds under. Great. Little, you know, dope, dopey me. I didn't realize, yeah, you're four pounds dehydrated yeah, now. Yeah. So my calf, like, Blew up in the in the finals and yeah, I just had a terrible performance. But the guy, he was really good. I don't I don't mean to make excuses. He beat me, but um, yeah, that was it. So Roy, what's it like being on the ride? Right, like I mean, you're competing like crazy as well. We keep tabs on you from from the Tenth Planet School in, in Springfield, <laughs> as you as you know. Um, so what's it been like? Like you've come right along the ride, right? Yeah, I feel like I just started competing. Like the other day, almost. Really? Uh, yeah, time just flies. Yeah. I can't wait to start competing again. Get back. Yeah, so you've been injured, right? So how long have you been yeah. laid up for? Just two months now. I had uh, a torn men- meniscus on my right knee, so I had surgery on that. And I'll be back maybe in four months. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Four more months? Yeah. No kidding. You got to do PT? Yeah, yeah, doing that now. Good. I mean, you're walking around, so that's, that's yeah. good. And no limp, at least, that I can, that I can tell. Yeah. Very recently stopped. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's next on the Connors men agendas? I don't know. I can't wait for him to get back. He was like my best training partner. Yeah. During the lockdown and COVID, we would just go in the gym twice a day and murder each other for yeah. hours. Man. Yeah. It was great. Great training, though. I, I felt like I made so much progress. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait till he comes back. It makes a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that long ago where, Jeff, I could just smash him. I, and well, I remember when he came back. I was still there when he came back, and I was like, who's this kid? Like, oh, that's John's son. Guess what? I think it is. I'm not smashing him anymore, yeah. yeah. Kid's a beast. Yeah, I know. So how many of these Enigma shows have you done now? I think I've seen this, you is my few, se- right? this is my second. second? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's fun seeing you out here battling, especially now against getting out there with a the young guy, too. Yeah, yeah, it was a big challenge. Long match. Yeah, my first match was against a guy who's younger than me as well. I'm not sure how much younger, maybe five, ten years. Five to ten years, a little bit bigger. So I, I kind of like that. And then you're the underdog. Mm-hmm. The, the psychological pressure is off. And the same for this one, too. So I thought, um, yeah, I don't have much pressure. And then the way we look at it, I try to look at it as it's just about the long-term development. So the first Enigma match I did, I had ten weeks to prepare. And um, Christos came down, talked to me about it. And uh, I said, I, I asked him about strategy. I go, so what do you think? What's the best overtime strategy? And he said, well, I like back control. He goes, but I do those rounds every day. I go, oh, we got to do those rounds every day. So, so Roy and I and everyone else, we started doing those rounds every day. So in that 10 weeks leading up to that match, I made huge progress in back control and in, uh, in the arm bar position. It didn't show it tonight, but I definitely have. And then in the last... Two months as well 
we put a lot of work in and uh, we just un I understand the position so much more it's embarrassing Jeff so when we came back so in 2019 I came back and went to the Nogi Pans I had a guy's back and I was doing a high ball ride and I wasn't doing it right and the guy escaped I ended up winning the match and after the match Rory said listen you gotta have your knee over his hip control that hip so he can't roll away from you and I said oh great and then I met I matched the guy again later that day and I did it and I finished him so I was like that's great that's two years ago I didn't even know what it was called. Now I know it's, oh, it's a high ball ride. I have to have my knee here. I have to do this, this. So I understand it so much more than I did two years ago. It's, it's almost embarrassing because I've been training for 20 years before that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the information, you know, mostly because the instructionals, there's so much great information available. And if you train right, you can get really go deep into the positions, you know? I thought you were going to tell me you got him in an Ellie Mae. <laughs> Did he tell you about the Ellie Mae? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, I don't share those stories. <laughs> like, I don't know, John and I roll in one day, and he does, like, something ridiculous, and he starts laughing. <laughs> so I tap, and I'm like, what's that? He, like, you know, he gave me, like, a like a old school, like, you know. I had, like, his arm behind his back. Yeah. It's like the Ellie Mae Clampett from, yeah. the, uh, from the Beverly Hillbillies. Ellie Mae used to do that to Jack. He's like, oh, I call it the Ellie Mae. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> He always knew you were in trouble with John. I'd be like working my ass off, and he's laughing. <laughs> not, not disrespectfully. I don't mean it disrespectfully, but I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. Like, and he knows that he, I know that I'm in trouble, so he's laughing, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. You got him in the old Ellie Mae submission. <laughs> so um, we have a couple questions we always like to ask the guests who come on. So you, you just walked out to ACDC. Right, yeah? right. I, was, I thought maybe you'd walk out to the Eagles. <laughs> or Jay Giles, right? My two least favorite bands. What made you pick that? Oh, the that? Cars. Yeah, the Cars, right. Well, I'll tell you, I was going to take something completely off the wall, something completely different, either Frank Sinatra, Summer Wind, or even, um, who's the, who, what's the other one I'm listening to all the time now? Van Morrison, something from him. And, uh, yeah, and we talked him out of it. Yeah, my girlfriend Amy and Rory go, you can't go out to that. <laughs> It'd be embarrassing. I was like, oh, sorry. I go, what? And they, they basically picked that for me. Oh, okay. All and right. it feels good. Yeah, it feels good to walk out to. But, yeah, maybe I'll come up with something a little bit more representing my own personality yeah. and thoughts next yeah. time. Yeah. We, were, we were here recording as you were walking out, and Jeff had mentioned that you always say you're not really into music, so we thought maybe you'd walk out in silence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be ultimately intimidating if you just had no music at all. Um, how about you, Rory? What would your – I don't know if you've walked out to music before, but what is your, what is your walkout jam? What gets you going? Usually I walk out to, like, some reggae – yeah, because that's what we listen to in the gym. So I just like to feel as comfortable as I can yeah. when I'm walking. Out. Yeah, we just had um, Chris said the same thing because that's makes sense, right? To play that over and over again, mm. you're just used to it, and that's what you walk out to. That makes perfect sense. We've been building. We ask all the guests that. Mm -hmm. We've been building a playlist on Spotify. It's got like all of the hypothetical walkout songs from those of us know. who don't fight, and then uh, you know everybody else who's been on. So it's kind of a, a cool evolving list, and nobody's had said the same thing. No, right? it's been no completely repeats. different. Yeah, wow. Yeah, John, how about um, or either one of you guys, right? So I mean, you've been at the game for a while, but like when people ask you what you do, who you don't know, right? Like, what do you tell them? I don't think I've ever asked you this. When they ask me what I do for a living, yeah. Or, like, what did you go do this weekend? Like, what was this thing you went Oh, right, right, right. Tell them I, I strangle people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fitting. Yeah. How about you, Roy? What do you say? I say I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and then they're like, what's that? Like, the blankest stare. Yeah. yeah. Did they I try to explain it, and it never works out. Yeah. Yeah. Did they give you the, oh, does that mean you can kick my ass? 
half the time. Yeah. Yeah. We never know what to say to people when they ask that question. Like, even never known how to explain that at all, right? No, it's just so foreign to most people. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever they say that to me, oh, so you can kick my ass, I always go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. I also I wanted to ask you, and we'll, we can wrap up, but um, so how come, I don't mean to make it sound like that, but like, so you've been competing like primarily, if not 100%, no gi. Yeah, I think it's the future of the sport. It's so much more interesting and exciting. I like it. And I see all these young athletes come out here and they do such amazing jujitsu mm-hmm. that's inspiring to me. And I want to grow my game. I want to get better, expand my game, get better at leg locks and all these other things. So I just think it's, I just like it so much better. What do you think, Roar? Yeah, I think the gi game's dying because it's a little slower, harder yeah. to follow. There's more grips to learn, too. Yeah. I remember rolling with Rory one of my last days before I moved, and we were rolling no-gi. And Rory said to me, did you ever train no-gi? I was like, no. <laughs> like, never, right? And uh, he probably smashed me shortly after that, right? But that was like, then now, that obviously, that's all we do. But um, Well, I'll tell you this. I think I've changed my mind about this. The common wisdom for a long time was that start beginners with the gi. That's what they really need to learn. And, in fact, when I started my academy in 2005, I was kind of in a neighborhood that wasn't great, so these young guys would come in, and they'd barely have two nickels to rub together. And I'm like, no, just train. Wear a T-shirt and shorts. And I got a little bit of uh, shade from people. People were like, oh, they're teaching beginners no gi. Like it was unethical or something or dangerous. So ridiculous. And then, of course, two years later, they were all doing it too, you know. But I think the, the no-gi gives you better fundamentals for the beginners because you have to escape with your limbs on the inside. You have to create better frames. When, with the gi, I think you can, you can break the fundamental rules a little bit sometimes and get away with it. So I prefer the people, the beginners starting no-gi, actually. Yeah, interesting. It's interesting to hear because that's contrary to what everybody tries to tell us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we emphasize the fundamentals and... You hear people say jujitsu fundamentals all the time, and they never define it. It's maddening, right? So I think it's working inside out, your legs inside, your arms inside, you know, creating proper frames, escaping the right way. Um, that's the fundamentals, you know. And, and if you don't do that, no gi, then it's not going to work. So I just think it, it really reinforces yeah. the fundamentals better. Yeah. Are most of the guys at the school now training no gi? No, we do both. Yeah. So I'm very open. So we have classes that are designated gi and some designated no gi, but we allow anyone to come to any class and train either gi or no gi, you know? Yeah. Every once in a while, we'll throw the gi on on an open mat. Yeah. And then I'm like, the next day, I'm like, oh, my God, what happened to my grips, right? My fingers are burning. It's like, this sucks. <laughs> like, Your face is probably getting yeah, face, scratched yeah. up, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't really miss the gi very much. Like, it's fun to put on. A little on bit harder to move in the bottom sometimes, too, yeah, right? Like, yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, Pat's converted me, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It, so. It's easier on the laundry, too, right? Yes, this is true. Yeah. Yes. You're not washing this big, heavy-ass gi. Yeah. It stinks. I always still tell stories about you telling the class, like, okay, everybody, remember, wash your gi after class every day. <laughs> the most basic of yeah. things, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Jeff, do you remember we had one guy that would go, yep, watch it, unless yeah. you didn't really train that hard that no. day. And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> wash it all the time. He's like, yeah. He always would try to insert this asterisk, mm-hmm. unless you didn't really train that hard that day. You remember that right. guy? Yeah. And his that gi was gray. It was he gray was, gi. Yeah, yeah. He yep. was gross, yeah. Yep, I know exactly. When I, when I was telling that story, that's exactly what I was thinking about. So, 
Yeah. No, it wasn't me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest is trying to bust my chops, but it wasn't me. Speaking of dirty geese. I know, right? right? <laughs> and dirty beards. Ask him where the spit goes. His he, spit? Oh, yeah. He has a magic oh, uh, rash guard that the spit disappears oh, into. Gross. <laughs> Forgot yeah. about that. So vile, yeah. I was telling them before, I, had a pic- I have a picture that's on my Instagram or whatever, and like my face is like smashed like this, all red. And they're like, what's that from? And I was like, oh, that's Tyler King's beard. <laughs> smashing me from top position. Right oh, I got a Tyler King story. We're doing back control rounds. I'm doing back controls with him, and I got him in a really good position. I had him. I wasn't finishing him, but he was having trouble getting out, and all the sweat's pouring off his big bald head, and it's rolling into my ear. And then, Jeff, I had water in the ear for three weeks. Like, I couldn't hear out of my ear. And I was doing... I thought it was wax or something, and then somebody, Chad's brother, said, no, that's water in the ear. And then I got this, you know, yeah, those ear some ear kind things. of hydrogen peroxide, swimmer's ear stuff, and I cleared it up. But, yeah, but it was that's amazing. Tyler King's sweat was clogging my ear for three weeks. No, no, no. <laughs> <That's> just nasty. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, thank you for coming on. I yeah, appreciate my pleasure, it. It's man. good to see both of you. Nice work today. It's exciting. Awesome. I was, uh, I'm watching you compete, and I'm like, shit, this is way more intense. Like, I've seen you online competing, right? Oh, but, right. like, seeing you in person, I was like, this sucks. I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah. watch this, right? It's when hard. it's live, it's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough, tough, tough. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. It's good to see you guys. All right. Thank yeah, you, guys. I have to say, I've enjoyed watching you on your, your comeback competition thank you, circuit. Man. You know, I've, I've known Tyler for a while, so I've kind of had eyes on what you're doing through him and I think it's an amazing example for all these up and coming jujitsu guys. Thank you buddy. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Now we're of course right. we'll wrap up right as the music is kicking. So <laughs> thanks guys. Thank you All right, our next guest was the big man, Tyler King. <laughs> the one and only Tyler King. Yep. So Tyler, um someone that I know I used to train with at Connors. Um uh he's been trained there a long time, black belt. Big guy, if you don't know him, um, professional MMA fighter, actually played football professionally, so has yeah. lived his life um, in professional athletics, now does a lot of um, jiu-jitsu competitions, um, and he had a match against Ed Carr from Team Link. Team Link. Yeah, also Hampshire. winner by heel hook. Winner by heel hook. Yeah. So Tanner's a, Tanner, that's good. So Tyler is a pretty good interview, fun guy to talk to. He's got a lot of opinions yeah. on things. Big personality. Big personality. The personality to match the stature. Yep, yep. He asked. He actually interviewed us about a few I questions, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Put us in the hot seat. Like, all right, I like it. Yeah, and I think we talk a little bit about how he got me to this gym, which is kind of cool. Um, and then we had a little interruption by someone who yeah, we had a, a cameo by Tom DeBlast. You might see him in the the video that follows this. Yep. Yep. Shows up there. Um, yeah. So Tyler was good and uh, I'm sure he'll be back on the Enigma scene. That was his first match, but I've seen, yeah, he had some others booked in the past that fell apart. So I, I think he'll be a, a stronghold in their events going forward. He, yeah. You know, there's not a, a ton of, I guess, what weight class does he fall into? Ultra heavy. Yeah. He said, I think he said ultra or super heavy. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of enormous black belts out there. So yeah. Um, you know, he'll always, be there to, to fill the slot when they need somebody. And, yep. you know, he, he's good. He performs. Yep. He's got the personality. So he, he's great for that scene. Pat, we've got the big man in the house. Finally. Uh, been trying Tyler, all night. Yeah, Tyler King. Welcome, I'm, dude. I'm sorry. I completely forgot your answer over here. Yeah, I will edit um, that last clip over where we talk shit about <clears throat> you. Please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. He was talking about me having the stinky-ass gi. 
It was not me who had the stinky gi. No. Oh, which was? I never like said you had stinky gi, but there's a couple different stinky gi guys. Oh yeah. The, um, and there's discolors that some of the, most of the discolors were stinky. Yeah. But um, there was one that was like completely yellow. Didn't smell bad at all though. Yeah. There's some. Yeah. There was some nasty. But you've you've left that life behind. I have left that life behind. <laughs> As I was saying to John, I was like, sometimes we throw the gi on, and the next day I'm like, fuck, my fingers are killing me. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Of course. So, so, dude, how'd your match go? Uh, I'd say when. Get rid of that. I'd say when uh, pretty positively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it your plan to take an ankle home with you? Yeah, or? it was, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you obviously you have plans. You have contingencies, things like that. So I definitely was like, we're initially get and see how easy it is to get under. And if he had, like, come down hard, you know, maybe go out the back door, try to hit the back. I was mainly thinking attack his head, attack his leg, attack his head, attack his leg. And at some point, if he survives all that, the uh, back will present itself. That's kind of what I was looking for. Nice. Now, you guys were, like, were you scheduled to, f- to have a match with him before? Like Twice. Twice. Um, so, tw- once was at my second fight to win. Yep. Fight to win pro. Um, the next one was... This event, yeah, oh, the last, the la- the last, last one. one. Yep, um, I, there might have been another one in there. There, there might have been something else. I don't remember. But the Enigma event, the key event I did, where I had another quick leg lock finish. Um, he was scheduled to fight my train partner Daniel Mola. And oh yeah, he conveniently didn't show up. Oh, nice, even better. So hey, it is what it is, and I think I kind of illustrated tonight why he hasn't shown up all those times. Yeah, I don't Sorry. know. That probably won't be a third time, huh? Probably or fourth not. time. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, that was a nice setup. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Redirect them across. Exactly. Take the outside and hook. Going into that, I was thinking, okay, if he, you know, sits hard, if I can't get under him, just work, you know, work your way up, maybe grab for the back, look for the head, that sort of thing. But I got under, I got his tricep, and I was like, up, oh, we're going. We <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've got this. Um, were you just down at Worlds? I was. How was that? Not good. I. Sorry. I got, sorry. I, I, no, it's fine. I, uh, I have to own it, obviously. <laughs> I uh, got hit with one of the old tricks in the book, points, and um, they sold out for us at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think doing some of these sub only events and like even, even like the longer like rounds I've done, it was like three three minute rounds. It's still a nine minute match. <clears throat> this. It, IBJJF Worlds for Masters, it, it's five minutes. Yeah. That's like short. that five minute. So um, what happened was I got I got hit on a really old school trip, and I hate myself, but it happened. So it was down to and just he was a bigger guy, probably in the <clears throat> 260, 270 range, and not that much taller than Jeff. So, <laughs> so he was a tank. <clears throat> I'm 5'9", for the record. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he yeah. was like six foot, six one. Yeah. Thicker around the middle, and yeah. I just wasn't able to get under him. Um, Reverend was calm for stalling. I was probably a little too active from the bottom. By the time I kind of realized we were in a bad place, I popped up. It was about 10 seconds left. <laughs> shot one, stuffed the shot again, got a little single, picked it up. He was hopping, and I um, got the foot trip and it was about two seconds after the bell. So, yeah. you know, you lose a match like that, it makes yeah. you think. So this is a t- totally different story. It's 15 minutes, I knew. I, I can do whatever I want. 15 minutes, I have to stall out, stall out. Yeah. I'm not stall but I'll get him tired and, you know, drown him. Yeah. But uh, didn't need it. Yeah. So that, you feel the same way, right? Like, this is the way to go with the longer match. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, especially at the higher rings. Like, you can't be giving black belts five minutes to work. Like, black belt Fair. on black belt, trying Fair. to make shit happen in five minutes. Like, yeah. it's hard. 
I, I can't, I have to change my, when I do IBJJF again and I have to change my mentality and I have to, uh, just attack from the get go. That's what. Yeah, you have to adapt this, this, to the rules. This set. is part of me implementing that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like, maybe I'm wrong on this, but like from the outside observation, like you you evolved more into like leg locks, right? I mean, that wasn't what you were always doing, but like in the last several years, I've seen you focus on that. Even when I was training with you, right? Like I you, I kind of went back and forth with it. I um kind of discovered them. I took a Gary Ton seminar at um. Port City Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and then I had an MMA fight. I think like three or four weeks later, I heel hooked guys. Yeah, so. I remember that. Yeah. So I mean, that was pretty much the don't. Like I went to that seminar. I had been kind of paying attention and going for it. And you know, some of those earlier days of the academy, you know, it was where there was a lot of blue belts beating the crap out of each other. I would, I, some of it was self-taught. So a lot of it, like John, gave us A, B, C, and D, and I just kind of. Evolved from there and branched out, branched out, and then he'd show me something, and we'd kind of collaborate and just kind of keep going down that road, and that's kind of where my initial lock um, fixation came from. Yeah. Then after the Gary Tolan seminar, I just Leaned my eyes it. were open. Yeah. You know, then I took a uh, you know Ted Planet, um, Richie Boogeyman Martinez. He did some great things with both the darts and the legs. I just learned a lot, and honestly, uh, a lot of older school big guys. They're not going to be that well versed, and I'm not unversed. Yeah. Well, I said to Pat when you were when they were doing the rules meeting, and you asked yeah. about the spider web. Yeah. I was like, oh, see, I was like, did, Connor, <laughs> did uh, Tyler just throw that out for you, Pat? <laughs> we were just doing spider web this yeah this month. We're doing spider web at the gym, so it's pretty funny to hear that so, that come up in a real situation. So, like, John, I don't know what you guys like talk about training, but one of the things for the past several weeks, um, the last. Four weeks in particular have been a lot more intense. But since we knew we had this match, end of a hard practice, all right, Tyler, get on my back. All yeah. right, I'll get in your back. Tyler, get spider web. Yeah. We just run through a couple rounds sometimes. You, yeah. I think we got up to three a couple times. Yeah. And no, we were just ready for the situations. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. make we make the entire academy do the overtime rounds once a week. <sighs> That's awesome. Tuesday nights we do overtime rounds, three rounds. Yeah. Do one full round back. One yep. full round spider web and third round you get to choose. Do you set the timers? Like yeah, just two, two minutes, minutes or yep. and everyone kind of okay. They're That's brutal. All. Yeah, they're brutal. good though. Especially, Especially if you have a mismatch. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, all right, he tapped me. Oh, we got to reset to the same spot yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're how, like, how much mat space do you have in your academy? Not to cut you off, Jeff. No, good. We have like two thousand square feet of mats. Yes. Yeah, exactly. plenty of space now. You yeah. saw the. You were at the little garage. Yes. I was at the old. Yeah. I did come by. I'm overdue for that. You do. We got some. We got some big guys that could use an ass whooping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not are. that they could use an ass whooping. I mean, yeah. seriously, we have some big guys. Yeah, we have, have a few big guys that don't get a lot of work with other good big guys. Big guys. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you calling yeah. me good. Absolutely. Yeah, it'd be awesome to have you in. Okay. It's a, uh, let us know if you're actually going to come out because we'll make sure some of those, like Matt and Ned, yeah. those guys, they would be welcoming to have. Because they get work with each other, and then, you know, the, a lot of the smaller guys don't want to work with them. Yeah. And it's just not the same. Yeah. All right. So I need to hear the story of my man here walking into the academy and how. All of this happened. Oh, so first of all, that's one thing I should point out, that I'm only with at your school because of him. Yep. 
Because okay. like I was looking for I'm like where am I going to go when I move back? And yeah. you said, oh, yeah, I remember you yeah. asking me. Yeah. yeah, you said go check out Pat and Ten Planet. I was yeah. like, oh, that's like no gee, I'm not going to do this, right? Yeah, so I, I think Tyler shot me a message first, and then yeah. you had messaged me shortly yeah. after. Yeah, so that's how it all started. So thank okay. you for that. Um, I forgot about that, but yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Awesome. I was going to bring that up here, and I actually totally forgot. So. I'm trying to think, like, the first day that I was there was probably, like, adult uh, or, like, uh, whatever, like, the fundamentals class and then the adult class, right? So, like, fundamentals, I was w- there with, like, a, a young kid, and I was, like, we were, I think we were doing Darces. So, it was, like, I kind of knew what I was doing, right? And he was, like, young and didn't know anything. Yeah. So, I was, like, I was, like, well, that's pretty easy, right? <laughs> right? And then we get to the adult class, right? Yeah. And we do the, whatever we were learning at the time, I forget. And um, it might have been, like... Um, from like, were we doing mission control? No. I forget, whatever it was we were learning, right? And then um, we start sparring, and I immediately start rolling with Ryan Brown, <laughs> who okay. is like a Hulk, okay. right? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, he was getting good at that time, too. Oh, he like immediately uh, had me in rubber guard, and I was like just frozen. Right? Yeah. Like, I didn't know what to do there. Like, I have no idea, like, what, what to do at that point. I know that feeling. Because, like, yeah. So. No, I mean, I know, I know what you feel like when you freeze like that. Yeah. Because I've gotten those triangles. Yes. Mish-control style positions yep. on you before. Yep. yep. And he was like, and I remember thinking, or like, and then I would hear, like, I think Randy was there that first day, or maybe the second day I was there, and he was like, I could hear them talking, like, oh, yeah, he trained at Connors. <laughs> like, like that, that was me. Like, I was that yeah. guy coming in. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, but that's yeah. Two years ago now, a yeah. over two years ago. So, so oh, yes, yeah. that's awesome. B, whose idea was the podcast? All of this. Oh, Cause, no, because because I know about your background. I've yeah, like, so, known of you for forever. So yeah, so when we when we hosted, we had a little quintet tournament at our gym almost yes. two years ago now, okay. and Jeff was like. Hey, I've done some film stuff in the past. Do you want me to shoot it? Yeah. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any any coverage is needed. And then he put together an awesome little video of the event. And then we got shut down for COVID right after that. So yeah, you know, yeah. nothing was going on. And then, yeah. I don't know, at some point here, I was just, I'd been on a couple of other podcasts recently. That's what it was. Yeah. You were at that, on that locals only podcast. And I was like, you know. Their setup was very minimal. I'm like, yeah. seems like good promotion. And I just like throw ideas out there on the wall. I'm like, I wonder if we could just like set up a studio here. And Jeff just like heard it and didn't really say anything. <laughs> and then like, I don't even know if it was the next day. It might have been that night. Might have been that night, yeah. He sends me a message. He's like, hey, what, what do you think it would cost to get a space to do that? So yeah. now we rent another little space in the same big building as the okay. gym. So I talked to the landlord. It was super cheap. We grabbed a couple of other guys to split up the cost and just off and yeah. running. He, like, planted the seed, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Didn't they really think <laughs> of it? I'm like, okay. I don't have time to do that shit, right? I don't have time to do, like, another podcast or, you know, start a podcast. Yeah. And then it was like, it literally probably was like that night, and I was like, so how about that podcast? <laughs> Tom DeBlast sighting everybody. Coach, take it off. Have you been? Have you been down there training? With no, the but he, he, he literally just said to me, "Come down and train." So oh, okay. I'm going yeah. to. Because yeah. I've seen you on the road a bunch. Like you were in Houston for a while. I must have yeah. been while you're out at a world, right? 
so that was actually a lot of things. I kind of started doing my own thing on the side, you know, just doing consulting, managing, matchmaking, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, nice. So first thing, I went out for Worlds. That went how it went. After that, um, my friend Brad Barnes, he owns Midland BJJ in Midland, Texas. Mm-hmm. So I went out there, did a seminar, and did a whole week on uh, back control, everything like that. Oh, cool. I, I usually do, like, some series when I go out there, I'll do, I'll do a seminar. This time with back control finishes, different back triangles and uh, strangles from the from behind. Nice. And um, after that, my friend Johnny Cupcakes Campbell fought for the Fury FC bantamweight title on two and a half weeks notice. It got decisioned, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, I came home. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you were out there. So yeah, I figured you nice. were, you're everywhere around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, did we finish the podcast story? Yeah. 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 So yeah, he was yeah, just now like, we're off and running. Yeah. Okay. Planted the seed and that was it. I was like, oh shit. So then thirteen, this will be probably episode fourteen or fifteen by the time it airs, right? Yeah. So. And it just works out with well with Jeff's background. So he's able to do the the video and edit and all that shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's pretty so it's fun. Gives us something to do. We shoot the shit. We get to talk to people, right? Like we've had our little wish list of people that we wanted to have on. Well, so right. send that to me, I'll try to help you out. Yeah, thank you. We will. We will. Yeah, I mean I'll come on again too, obviously. Yeah. But well, we'll have you if you want to come out to the school, I mean I don't mean to be invited people to your gym yeah. but, you know we'll have you come out and then we'll if we can do like a formal sit down we'll do the whole yeah, thing we can, we can train and then do a a real podcast in the studio yeah, yeah. I'll take you up on that tomorrow. yeah <coughs> what, uh, than later. what song did you walk out to tonight oh uh, let's go Brandon I don't know <laughs> that the um it's I've uh, Bryson no I had, I actually have to say it because give the guy a little a publicity Bryson <laughs> Uh, one second. I suck. Okay, I suck for doing this, but I'm just gonna. Do you guys understand the Let's Go Brandon um, phenomenon? No, I have no idea. Okay, you, you well, gonna let's, educate us? Let's, yes, I am in a moment. Let's Go Brandon by Bryson Gray. That was the song. So, I don't know if you guys have noticed the phenomenon that was happening in major sporting events, especially down south, college, SEC college football and NASCAR. Uh, the crowd. Large, yeah, you know, yeah. 70, 80,000 people yeah. usually. That's how at, I don't know what the speedway is, but NASCAR, like 100,000, maybe yeah, sure. I don't know. Uh, they would be screaming F Joe Biden. Oh, okay, yeah. So, at, at a uh, NASCAR event, I believe it was NASCAR, it was definitely an auto racing event, but the driver had won, and the ESPN or ABC, whichever network, was interviewing. And said the the crowd was chanting that colorful phrase mm-hmm. about Joe Biden, mm-hmm. and I don't know if she had a producer in her ear, she did it off the cuff. Said, "Can't you hear the crowd going going nuts for you, screaming, let's go, Brandon?' Because his name was Brandon. So he's and he's like, oh yeah, it's already you know just dude. That was a that was a bucket of shrimp going <laughs> along with it. So then other venues, it just started popping up. Let's go, Brandon." Let's go, Brandon. So then the song came up. It actually hit number one, and that song I walked out to. Let's That's go, Brandon. Awesome. Dude, what, what a dope, right? That's what right? she thought. Oh, my God. What a freaking dope. I mean, I, didn't hear, I don't know how I didn't hear about that, but that's No, no, no it's not. The dope one, whether well, it was a producer in her ear or she has thought yeah. of it off the cuff, yeah. I can't give her props for it. It's not the It's pretty good. It's not the worst thing. The thing was, the driver just oblivious. Yeah, yeah this is so great. <laughs> oh, this is so amazing. I'm just. That's even better. The fact yeah. that he was like, "Okay, that's that's cool. I like it." Yeah. Oh, I mean, he was just 
so overwhelmed, but yeah, it's kind of cool. He just went along with it, which that's kind awesome. of made it pretty amazing. That's awesome. I mean, that kind of tells you how I feel about yeah, I the know state how you of feel. things. Yeah, so. I know how you feel. I, I, I follow you on Instagram. Everyone on, knows. On the, yeah, <laughs> on, the, on the socials, dude. Uh, All right, so what's next for uh, Tyler King? I honestly don't know. I've looked at a couple IBJJF tournaments. Um, I'm have a couple younger fighters. I'm just getting started right now. Not just getting started. I have one guy. Um, I actually mentioned him earlier, Daniel Mola. Yeah. He's um, two fights away from possibly the UFC, and there's a couple other uh, leagues and ventures coming out, promotions happening. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, I, can't, awesome. I can't talk a lot about one of the things, but uh, definitely there's some things happening in the world of MMA that are pretty exciting right now. Awesome. So keep an eye out for Tyler King. Do you uh, Would you prefer to punch someone in the face or take their ankle? I was kind of like just one of the things I was thinking about earlier after you know after the match. Sometimes you get like like I won another gi match by straight ankle lock. You know he tapped out soon because I've had this guy in a hook before and I think I jacked his ankle up a little bit, whatever. Um, but like I've had the last couple times in competition, I've had like a couple early taps and it's a little less satisfying. <laughs> this one, my foot placement was. Sh- I, I'm real mad about my foot placement. I have to like. Have a conversation with myself about that, but I had you know a deep bite on his ankle, a deep bite on his heel, and it was one of those ones where if he didn't, if he didn't tap, he was going to break, and those are satisfying. Pretty satisfying, yeah. Those are sad. So I'd say, hmm, my T, te- uh, if I'm te- te- on the guy, maybe, but no, like yeah, like the sniper <laughs> shot, it's nice, yeah. and he'd be broken if he didn't tap. So yeah, yeah, that, that must feel pretty good. Yeah. So. Cool, man. Well, it's good to see you. You as well. Thank you for coming on. We'll see you soon at the gym, all right? Thanks, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. All right, so our next guest was Manny Vasquez, another 10th Planet black belt. Yeah, so we had grabbed Manny literally moments after he stepped off the mat from a a huge victory. Yeah, I don't don't necessarily want to call it an upset because that makes it sound like you you didn't believe in your guy, but um, I believe most people looking at that match in advance would say, that submission was a big upset. That was a badass submission. I saw yeah. a bunch a bunch of our guys here were trying to figure out like, how exactly does he do yeah, that? Yeah, he hit like the you see it a little bit here and there lately, the like an arm triangle off to the side. Yeah. 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 So Manny is just recently opened his own school at Tenth Planet, Greensboro, South Carolina. Before that he was at Tenth Planet Lombard, which is um a suburb of Chicago. Yeah, so we grabbed him right off the mat. Literally, yeah, still pouring, still pouring sweat. sweat. Like, can I have that water right there? <laughs> had the belt, had the belt around yeah. his, his waist. Um, man, he seemed like a great guy. Looking forward to seeing him compete again. Um, yeah, this is one of my favorite interviews because you know I was I was a little hesitant to tr- you know grab him so soon after the match. Like he had just then got off the phone talking to his coach or whoever, and he was super pumped to just hop on the mic with us and talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So we're here with. Manny, big winner by submission just now, like yeah, man. moments ago. Yeah, yep. right off the mats to the <laughs> Still trying podcast. to catch my breath a little bit. So <laughs> rear naked choke over Frank Rosenthal, right? Yeah, uh, so I, I did like a like this, this weird uh, head and arm choke that I hit, and then I, I like sneak around to the back. It's super tight. So it's pretty cool. Nice, and I just heard it's your birthday today. Yeah, man. Great oh, happy birthday. birthday. It was going to be an either really good birthday <laughs> or a really horrible birthday. So <laughs> I was really rolling awesome, dice man. on that so one. So happy for you. Thank you, bro. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. The 10th Planet squad has crushed it tonight. Killing it today on fire. Holy shit, man. Unbelievable, What's right? Was that 4-0? I think so. At least, yeah. right? 4-0. Yeah. Damn. Now we got PJ coming up next. Let's see what, uh, yep. what we can make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. Damn. 
Awesome. Nice. So you're up here from South Carolina, is that correct? Yeah, I just uh, I'm from Chicago. I just moved down to South Carolina uh, about three and a half months ago. I opened up Temple in Greenville, and uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, man, it's been cool. So how did you <laughs> find your way up here onto this so Enigma card? I was actually supposed to. I don't know how I. I don't know how I ended up finding it. <laughs> Something showed up like a highlight of one of the events, and. Uh, I hit up the matchmaker. They matched me up back in, I want to say, June I was supposed to. I think that's when the last one was. But I couldn't uh, I couldn't make it out. I couldn't get off work. I was a cop back home in Illinois, and I got my time denied, so I couldn't come out. But, um, yeah, I was glad I got to get back up here uh, today for sure. So. so you were a cop? Yeah. No kidding. Yep, yep right in, uh, like, a northern suburb over by Chicago. Yep. So that was, that was fun. Not bad. Decided, I got lucky. I was in a good area. Yeah. Decide yeah. to say, all right, we're done with that. We're going to go yeah, full-time jiu-jitsu. That happened. I had, like, a health scare. I got, I had to go through chemo for, like, four months. Oh, and shit. I, and then after that, I just had a whole, like, midlife crisis at 27 and <laughs> quit my job, opened up Greenville, and that's what I've been doing, man. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's shitty that you had to go well, through yeah, that. But, but yeah. the end goal, it's gotten awesome since then. It's all been yeah. up. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. amazing. We yeah, were just man. talking about to uh, a professor at a local college right who is a criminal justice okay. instructor and he was talking about how um i don't know where the requirement is necessarily but that they wanted like all the cadets to have jiu-jitsu training 100 like had to have they a belt. Should. they should have at least a blue belt i think yeah did it ever come into play for you oh it was um on the street they learn quick like as soon as you grab onto them like you know how you can just tell mm-hmm. when a guy knows yeah. what he's doing yeah. and, and they usually stop you know i've only had to like take down two guys that were high on math and then you know it doesn't happen very often, so um, I got lucky. But in the academy, they put you through all those scenarios, and they attack you and all that, and I did all right the whole yeah. time. So yeah, that was cool. How long have you been training? I've been training since I was – I started wrestling at 14, so it'll be 14 years now. I yeah. just turned 28 today, so. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I started literally in November 14 years ago wrestling. So when nice. I got into MMA, like two years after that, started fighting. I fought for – turned pro – at 19, and then I ran with that, and then now I've started to gear my focus towards more pure grappling now. Yep. You think you'll get back in the cage at all? Yeah, yeah. I'm still, I got two more sites, two more sign, signed fights with uh, Combate. Uh, so finish that out, and then maybe try to get into one or PFL or UFC. We'll see. Nice, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. The, uh, the grappling can't hurt either way, no, right? So. No, absolutely. That's the thing, too. It's like, it's more sustainable long, long term, so... Get yeah. myself a couple of more years to get accomplished what I wanted with fighting, but then I'm going to focus solely on this. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. Huge win tonight. Thank you, know. you man. Thank you. Yep. Frank Rosenthal is a, a big name. Big name. This is huge for me. This is a big one. So it meant a lot uh, to do it here on my birthday. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so. it's amazing. I had a match against Frank at a, a local tournament five years ago. Yeah? Okay. Yep. Yeah, he whooped my ass. <laughs> dude, he's, he's a beast, man. I've been watching. Like yeah. I said, when I was fighting, he was killing it on the grappling yeah. scene, as he still is, and uh it, uh, it was it was a cool thing to kind of cross paths and cross over, and I just kind of jumped into the deep end, I feel like, with yeah. the competition, so it was, it was kind of cool to see, uh, to go get it done, you know? Yeah, right, and to finish from the back. And you to know, finish, There's finish nothing like, more definitive. Yeah, a finish. That was a cool thing. To actually finish the fight in regulation was huge for me, so that means a lot. Yeah. I'm happy right now. <laughs> what, uh, what was your walkout song? I walked out to Uproar by uh, Lil Wayne. Okay, yep, yeah. yep. 
Yep. We've been asking everybody who comes on the pod like what their walk off. Oh, really? It's, like, it's usually it's usually stranglehold when I fight, but somebody yep. else did that tonight too, and yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. Well, that's <laughs> funny we talk about that because we like we everybody we've asked have come up with a different answer. Yeah. Nobody has said stranglehold. Really? Yet. That, that's nobody. Why, since I turned since my first amateur fight like a month after high school, that's what I've been running with. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's so fitting, right? I'm like, always like, I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna change <laughs> it. I never do. Yeah. I'm like superstitious. I'm like, nah, I can't change yeah. it. Now. It's too late. I'm just gonna do it. All right. Now we'll have to add. So we have a uh, Spotify playlist that we've been building. Like okay. everybody, oh, everybody okay. who's been on. You gotta send that to me. Yeah, no, we'll, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, are you writing notes down? Yeah, I've yeah. been keeping a list oh, yeah. of what so we'll, saying. We'll do a double one for you. We'll get both those songs Good in deal. there. Good yeah. deal. Yeah, that's pretty funny. What uh, what do you tell people when they ask you what you do for a living? Man, um, now, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't been asked in the last three months. I haven't been asked a question. That's good. So pretty new, right? It's, yeah. it's brand new. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I run a gym, I guess, and I... I've, I beat people up for a living. That's, yeah. what, I, that's what I used to tell them before I got the before I got the cop job. Yeah, no, yeah. Can't, you can't yeah. say that once you got the cop yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's how you get yourself in trouble. Especially nowadays. Yeah. 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 We always ask people that. Like, and most people are like, ah, we don't really know. Like, we don't yeah. know what to say what when people you, ask us. Like, what, yeah, what is I, that I thing run, you do? I want a gym. I mean, I'm a, yeah, before it was weird because, like, oh, I'm a pro MMA fighter, and that's all I was doing. So they're like, wait, what? How do you yeah. make money? What do you do? They ask if you kick their ass. Yeah, I'm like, why are we doing this? It never ends well, too. <laughs> right. Hey, buddy, you think you can take him? No, so don't do awkward. this right now. And they're like, no, he can't take me. Yeah. You know how it is. So everything, every everybody we ask, it's the exact same situation, right? Like oh, my God. Every, every Everyone time. wants to stir the pot. You think yeah. you can take me? We always do that. No, yeah. I don't when, want to do this right now. Don't do this right yeah. now. When we had, I know I can, but I'm not We had John right Doomsday now. Howard on the podcast, and he was saying he had a, you know, he's working like an electrician job, and he had a, a co-worker in the hotel make oh. him choke him out because he just wanted to why? experience like, being choked out by a fighter. Yeah. Well, he's like, now I choked this guy out. It ruined my night. He's sleeping. I can't sleep. Yeah. Now, now I'm the bad guy. Why'd you choke him out? He just told me to choke him. Yeah, he wanted him to. Yeah. John said like he literally couldn't sleep afterwards because yeah. he was like so amped up from it. My like, God. Yeah. So it's crazy. People are people. Are, I don't are get nuts. it, man. I don't get it. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, cool. Awesome, man. We'll cut it right, short. Well, let you go. You. We yeah, grabbed we'll you literally seconds after you walked off yeah. the mat. So you can like catch it, your breath. Good deal. We'll. Uh, what's next for you? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably gonna. Focus on the gym for a little bit. Um, that's that's a hard part, like trying to compete high level when you're running to school, you know. Um, yep. But I'm going to compete with my guys in December, December 5th. They're doing a tournament. I told them if they signed up, I would sign up. So yeah, awesome. I, yeah. I, I'm committed now, so I got to do that. But then maybe January, I think I'm going to be out, back out here for uh, regional combat sports. They're doing a super fight card. Nice. Yeah, nice. So I'll come out for that. On the 22nd. I'll be on the commentary team for that one. Perfect. I'll see you there. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, All right. dude. All right. Cool, thanks, man. brother. Thanks for coming right, out. Guys. Have a good one. All right, then our last guest that we talked to, we saved him for the end, considering he was controlling or controlling the show for the rest of the, the night prior. It was Christos. Yeah, from Christos Enigma. was a busy man. Yeah. So he's the, he's the man behind everything Enigma. He shared with us that he literally does all of it. You know, he has his, his crew helping him out at the event, but he handles the matchmaking, the marketing, the production. He's there doing the MC work. Yeah. Sounding like Bruce Buffer out there. Yep. He's doing the commentary. Yeah, all the editing and post-production, the graphic design. He said he taught himself 21, 20 years old. Yeah, Photoshop and whatever he had to do. Man, these young kids are getting yeah. after it. I he was hustling. Do you do all the cutting for this? Uh, you got someone to do it for you? No, I, I 100% of Enigma is me. Yeah, like all the graphic design and stuff is all me. Um, I mean, we obviously have a whole you know squad of people helping, a lot of uh, really close friends of mine and, uh, and teammates, training partners, things like that that help get it done on the day. But uh, yeah, the lead up, like I, I do all the graphics and stuff like that. So and then the editing of the matches, um, it's kind of a hassle. But at least I know I'm getting it done exactly the way I want to, and I can build, you know, towards the vision exactly the way I want to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's cool. I didn't realize that you did all of it yourself. That's a lot. It's a lot of work, man. But <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I see like 
other like MMA promotions and stuff like that in the area, and they got like ten people on like yep. one thing. It's like man, I yeah, freaking wish. Yeah. But I one wish. thing we we heard multiple times tonight from competitors is they like this event because there's good promotion, so it goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having nice posters, not you know. Yeah, oh, we're man. made in fucking Microsoft Paint. Yep. Can I curse? I'm sorry. Yeah, man. you can curse. Let it out. Yeah. At our gym, we talk shit all the time about the shitty promotion posters it's that bad, some man. of these it's places bad. put out. Like We've compared it to yours. You so see, it's like, like, the halo around it. their head? Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I, I just did a lot of YouTube uh, studying and got okay at Photoshop. I'm still, I still suck, I promise, compared to some of the people out there that, you know, I hope to, to bring uh, onto the Enigma team, you know, in the coming months. And, and just, like you guys said, just keep growing it and growing it and the promotion you guys think it's good now wait wait till you see what the promotion looks like in a year enigma's only one years old so it's only one year old so let's wait to see two three four and five i'm, I'm excited for the future yeah, guys. that's awesome dude we were like you know local uh super fight card near us right and we were like i was like dude if you look at the enigma posters and you look at these it's embarrassing like I, it was yeah. embarrassing like yours looks so professional in comparison i'm not like trying to blow smoke up your ass but it was like man like that's the difference, right? Yeah, like you've got yeah, to do course. that. If you want to get this top talent in here like you're getting, like, that's a big difference, man. You've got to be able to show that polished product. For you know? sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You have to. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, yeah. I mean, you just said it perfectly. You know, we, we built a lot of freaking hype for this. And uh, for just to show up today and to be shit would be very embarrassing, you know. So, um this is this is literally my whole life right now. So, you know, I I, I know I have at least me working on this and working to make it the the, the best I possibly can. So, I, I like I said, I just can't wait to keep adding to the team and uh, and bringing in you know talent to, to make this thing even bigger. Because I know for a fact that you know it's a snowball effect. That's the that's the best way I, I can put it. It's yeah, a snowball sure. effect. You know. Yep. You do it right, people will will respond. Like that's of course. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, tonight went off without a hitch. At least smart the matches right? go, like, yeah, viewing we, pleasure was perfect. Yeah, and you it, think about it, too. You guys are here, like, I don't know what you know what the angle of the camera and, uh, for the, you guys are filming with is, but you guys are in the corner of the room, literally the back of the room, and you guys still have, like, a perfect view of the yeah, <laughs> uh, There's yeah. not a bad seat in the house. This place is amazing. The there's castle w- in, in Wyndham here is incredible. One point where I was, like, I'm in the middle of a conversation with someone, and I was, like, I could see, like, dude was on his back, and I was, like, oh, shit, is he hurt? But it was just there getting ready to reset for, for OT, but I was, like, oh. Was, like, just, you know, you can see the whole thing as we're talking to everybody. So, yeah. You look like you were pretty calm, though. Like, usually you see people run around like crazy when they've got to have the uh, captain's hat on. Yeah, there. well, like I said, you know, I I do, I do, have to pat myself on the back a little bit for the, the lead-up to this. But at the same time, today is really just everybody uh, coming together and doing their job. This guy over here, Connor Hughes, pay-per-view uh, productions, digital media. There he is, Broken Gilligan. She's running around our social media uh Individual tonight, you know, p- posting up reels, letting everybody who couldn't make it out know what was going on. Got Bobby on commentary with me, Kai Alexander, uh, he's, Kai, Kai Ellis Alexander is behind the camera over there in the mm-hmm. camcorder and the broadcast. <coughs> what we got? EJ refing on his freaking birthday. What a sad. <laughs> uh, who Best else, in the man? business. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- we got Steve interviewing everybody after. No one better in New England to interview guys and. uh that's another thing. People love the interviews too. I love the interviews. I yeah. know it's a big thing, and uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm just I'm happy with the way the night went. I'm excited uh, for the next one. Yeah, congrats, man. We had, we had a blast. Like this is the first time that we've taken the podcast on the on the road, nice, right? Nice, nice. So uh, we were pretty excited to come up, and then just to be here and um, you know see the great matches and just like 
there's you can just tell when like shit's run the way it should be run. It's like makes it. Uh, this is easy for us. Yep. We would just come and like watch cool shit, yeah, like talk you, to cool people, you, and you can ask this guy right here. I've spent hours and hours and hours on the phone with this guy the night before events, talking about how many steps we're gonna take before we get to the yeah. mat, before we turn, and because uh, we want it to look a, a very certain way. And is that not true? Do we've like, had like three hour conversations, right? Th- this man's the most in depth <laughs> promoter I've ever met, <laughs> and uh, he's not even twenty one years old. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of the most impressive. Yeah. Hey, you young life. shit. Damn. The hustle shines through. Yeah, man. That's I've been awesome. to a lot of like jiu-jitsu I, like events. I said, we, we just have, like, good people here on the day. You know yeah. what I mean? That just that just know how to get their jobs done. And that's really what it comes down to is having having a position for everybody and them just, you know, knowing what to do and having no mistakes. You know, yeah. like this guy. Young promoters, man. Pay-per-view productions. If anyone needs any videography or, or, uh, or guy, photography work, let a brother know. And nice. Pay-per-view productions on Instagram. There you go. We'll put that <laughs> up guy. on. We'll, put, we'll do one of these things on the video. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Cool, man. Thank you. See you, man. All right, dude. We won't keep you here. I know you got uh, you had a long day, but we just wanted to thank you and. Uh, yeah, guys, thanks thank for letting so us much. be a part of it. Yeah. We had a blast. Thank you guys so much. This was awesome having uh like I had anybody ask me, oh, can I come film my podcast? Like yeah. I didn't, I had people come ask me to film do- like parts of documentaries and things, but uh, podcast never. I was, yeah. I was a little concerned, but uh, you guys seemed to make it work very oh, well. Oh, it's fine. And, uh, it was yeah. fun. Like we, we had Manny over here literally ninety seconds after he walked so off the mat. So is this just one long episode throughout the? Yeah. No, no. Oh, luckily, okay, okay. Yeah. We'll cut it up. We have okay. like a, we had a camera guy here who was shooting some like you know like B roll type stuff that we'll put nice, together nice. and all that. So uh, you can have you can have whatever footage you want and like do whatever you want with it as well. So much appreciated. Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's awesome. You know, we we need more people like you guys that are out here doing media like this. People don't get it, man. Like this is what this is what jujitsu needs. You know, we yeah. need characters and yep. we need stuff like this. Give so. the give the competitors a chance to shine and tell their story. Yeah. Exactly, it's That's fun. A great way of putting it. Yeah, it's fun. Exactly. Cool, man. Thanks yeah. so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate have a good rest of your night. Tonight, <laughs> too. Thanks, dude. Be good. Hats off to Christos. I think um, you know the only bigger and brighter things. Uh, in the future, with well, yeah, him, and so. huge, huge thanks to him for allowing us access to his event. He basically gave us free reign of the place. You know, we're recording audio, shooting video, and he put no restrictions on us. Let us do our thing. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to to pump out this video here and share some promotion for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, we make it to a future event. Yep, yep. Maybe you'll compete next time. Maybe. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Just for throw it out. <laughs> yeah. So then a bunch of the guys are coming back um, in a couple months. Right? Yeah, so January 22nd, um, Regional Combat Sports is running a super fight event in Massachusetts, and a lot of these same competitors are appearing on the card. We have, um, I believe, all the same guys from 10th Planet Long Island that mm-hmm. competed at this Enigma will be back for it, plus more. I think I saw maybe six or seven from their squad coming up Um Manny's going to be back up. Um, I think I saw at least one other person from his team coming up. Yep. And then that's headlined by Chris Chigoli against Mason Fowler. So it's a ridiculous match. Yeah. Talk yeah, about these these regional promotions bringing in big names. Right. Like Mason Fowler's the top of the heap. Just right. won ADCC trials. <laughs> right. So that's January 22nd. The night before, Friday the 21st, Chris will be here. Um, from six to eight o'clock at 10th planet Springfield doing a donation based seminar. So open to everybody. Um, any plans on going over leg locks? Shocking. Yeah, right. Exactly. But yeah, their whole crew will be around here. I'll give them access to the gym to 
hang out and kill time, do whatever they have to do. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's great that you can bring all the guys. That's right. Yep. Yeah, that'd be very cool. And then Secret's not entirely out, but Jeff and I are going to be on the broadcast team. That's right. Yeah, I wasn't even going to bring that up. But. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of first times going on. Yep, yep. So we're uh, see if we can't bring the magic that we have yeah. in the studio to a live event. So. That was one of those things when they sent me the message and asked. My gut feeling is like, not a chance. That's not for me. But then I'm like, looking at the match, knowing who the matches are, I'm like, it would be stupid to not get involved yeah. when invited. We'll have to do a breakdown after that, right? Just of the experience yeah. and like the matches themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a little. Yeah. Get my Joe Rogan on. Yeah. Yeah. A little nerve wracking. You're going to wear it all black, like black pants, black shirt. Yeah. Like, super tight shirt. Yeah. Super tight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to do it in a British accent like um, Michael Bisping. Okay. Yeah. That'll, that'll probably Everyone's got to have their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, aren't yours. you American? I'm like, yeah, but I'm. Trying to be Michael. It's gonna last one and a half matches, right? Exactly. <laughs> if that, are you kidding me? It won't even last that long. It just won't say anything, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that'll be a good time. So we'll definitely have the RCS recap in a couple months. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yep. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to find and like, follow, etc. Smash the like button for us on YouTube and uh, any of your uh, preferred podcast networks. We should be available everywhere. We're you on Spotify. We're on Apple. Yep. Google. All the other minor ones, too, that I yep. couldn't, don't even know who listens to those. Uh, then you can find us on Instagram at uh, studio at... The Studio 10P Springfield. See, we, ju- I, we just looked it up, and I already screwed it up again. Good Lord. Tough being old, pet. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rolling. Take care.